Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerds at Night video game podcast. Today, it's just a two-man team, so you already know who it is. It's, I'm your host, Cheyenne, and joining me, as always, never misses a podcast, always on time, always punctual. It's Brendan, everybody. Punctual. Punctual's right. That's the right word. You punctual. said punctual. Punctual. That's what I said. You ought, you ought to, you can't, ought to oh, listen to this. We can't repeat it. We can't go back. I said punctual. <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know. Oh, you... Our listeners will know, viewers. Jeez. And if they if they hear me say something wrong, keep it to yourself. Don't ever uh, don't ever let anybody know. But now, uh, it's been what two weeks since we did a video game podcast, Brennan? Yeah, it's been a little bit since the PlayStation Direct. Is it called a direct? Yeah. I no. Think that's... Showcase. Show yeah showcase. Because we're here back. What's brought us back to the podcast realm is a Nintendo Direct today. Among other things, there's some other. We're gonna talk about Deathloop. We're gonna talk about uh, the Vanguard yeah. beta. Yeah. The little we played of it. Uh, I need some Can Star Wars news, Kenna. But we're gonna start with the biggest news. I, I mean, I guess it's the biggest news today. Uh, Nintendo Direct happened, and I'd say we'll start with the biggest news from that Direct. That they announced a uh, expansion pack is what they call it to their online service, that allows you to play 64 games and uh, Sega Genesis games now, as opposed to the uh, as long uh, that's the word I'm looking for, as well as the Super Nintendo and NES games that you can already play on the online. How do you feel about this, Brennan? I know you're very uh, lukewarm like to old games I, coming back. I, I am, but Nintendo's old games are always welcome. Right. It's Nintendo old... and Genesis. You got some Sega games in there. It's the backwards compatible that actually matters, right? That's the games that people actually want to go back and play. Yeah. It's very rare that I'm like, man, I really want to play, play that old PS3 game. <laughs> it doesn't have to strain. Like, I guess it just it's nostalgia, right? Like We grew up playing 64 games. That's probably, I think, both of our first consoles. Yeah, and they, they just really stand the test of time. Like, I don't know, PS3 and Xbox games, you want them to look good. They're too, when they're you go too back, new they to don't. look bad, right? It's like mid-2000s like animated movies, right? When they do like the computer animated, but opposed to hand-drawn, like it just looks bad. Yeah. And it's like these games, are like they're, they're cartoony. They're not trying to be like super high graphics, so it doesn't look bad when they get outdated. But I see what you're saying. You go back and you play like Mercenaries 2 on the 360. You're like, this game looks like trash. Yeah, the mechanics are usually not as good as they are today. Stuff like that. And it just makes you, I don't know, we, we've, we've been spoiled by <laughs> newer games. But I'll leave the list of 64 games coming. So this launches in late October. They haven't released a date or a price yet. But they just said late October. So the 64 games launching with it are... Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox nice, 64. Nice. Talk about nice. a game that that game looks fun, but that is one of the ugliest games I've ever seen. Yoshi's Story, uh, Sin and Punishment, The Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, Win Back, Mario Tennis, and Doctor Mario 64. Did you just say Ocarina of Time? Yes. Yes. That's awesome. And then they already announced. They said with the expansion pack, they will be adding games. In the future, like ever so often, and the first set of games they're adding after launch will be Majora's Mask, uh, Mario Golf, Pokemon Snap, Paper Mario, Banjo Kazooie, 
F0X and uh, Kirby 64 the Crystal Shards. Oh my god. They reeled me back in. I'm going to have to get that. I was like honestly cuz so we don't know the price yet but Switch online currently is 20 bucks for a year. Which is yeah. like we said like we talk about Game Pass Cheap. being a great deal. That's the that's the cheapest online by far. Yeah, they're kind of different services, but well, I mean, you still have to play. It still it still requires you to pay. Like, I mean, if you just look at gold, which is ten bucks a month, and PlayStation Plus, which is ten bucks a month, they both all three require you to pay for them to play games online. Yeah, and Which Nintendo is by far the cheapest. Switch is seven ninety nine for three months, and you get like SNES games and NES games with it. So, I assume this will probably bump the cost up to forty bucks a year. I mean, that's doubling the cost. I mean, I don't even think it'll be that much. That's just what I assume. It's like my high expectation. I don't know if you could have justified going more than doubling the current price. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think at most it'll be 50. Yeah, because those are great games. But, but at the same time, they don't have an unlimited list to add. No. That is true. And then... It's a- definite list as far as <laughs> as far as the six uh, the sega genesis games getting added i'm not gonna read all of them but uh, shinobi 3 sonic the hedgehog 2 streets of rage 2 strider uh, golden axe echo the dolphin castlevania bloodlines contra and fantasy star 4 among others uh, rice star is another game they're adding for the sega genesis they got that old batman game on there no i don't even remember what it was called but I just remember it. Hey, that's all I remember playing on my Genesis is Sonic, Batman Sonic, and Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, that's got uh, that's one with Tails. Oh, and they also announced, I skipped over this, that with the 64 games, you can play online and couch co-op four-player on all these games. Online? Online and, uh, and couch co-op four-players for like uh, Mario Kart and stuff like that. That's... Now that's awesome. So it's not just single player adventures. So that will be that is amazing. Yeah, that is really awesome. I wasn't even expecting that. I expected I wholeheartedly expected it to just be single player games. Now, obviously there's no Goldeneye on here. Of course, licensing deals that game will probably not come back, but hopefully we get to see Perfect Dark on this list. Um it's it's made by rare people that made Goldeneye. It's uh Unpopular opinion, it's the better Nintendo 64 first-person shooter. Came out a year later. <laughs> but I'd love to see one of those old-school shooters on uh, 64. I don't know how that would work with Rare being owned by Microsoft now. But Microsoft seems to have a good relationship with other companies, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm sure, right. I'm sure if Nintendo wanted to... Oh, before I get off on a tangent, they are releasing uh, wireless 64 and Genesis controllers that you can buy for $49.99 to play these games with on the actual controller. So when you play Mario 64 or Mario Kart, you don't have to use the Switch controllers. You can buy a wireless N64 controller. Nintendo after our hearts. Which I think that's amazing because... Like, you know how cool it's going to be to have a, like, I mean, I know it's 50, 49, 50 bucks a controller, but, like, 
That's what normal controllers cost, and they're wireless. That's that's. I mean, it costs more than that usually. That's awesome. It's cheaper than Joy Cons. Just want to say. Yeah, cheaper than any controller. Cheaper than PS Five or an Xbox controller. So buy yourself that's a seventy bucks now. Buy yourself a four pack of. Buy yourself two Genesis controllers. Go play Sonic the Hedgehog two with a friend, or buy a four pack of sixty four controllers. Go play Mario Kart. Go play. Uh, what was it again that's coming out? Mario Golf when that comes? Mario Tennis? Oh, Mario Tennis is fun. <clears throat> I mean, Star Fox has got four player, so they're really bringing that back. I'm excited for that. Yeah, that's super awesome. Nintendo really has their lane, and they know exactly what to do. They know what they're fan. More than any other company, Nintendo always like somehow delivers not what you're expecting, but it's like exactly what their fans want all the time. Like, man, I feel like they've been holding back on us for a while. But this this is awesome. Like, I'm totally down for them. If it's 40 bucks or 50 bucks, I'll, I'll pay it. This is the first time in a while I feel like 64 games have been available. I know they're on the – I want to say they're – the 64 and Genesis games are on the Wii and Wii U uh, eShops, like a little bit of them. And then, of course, when they released the Switch, they closed all those eShops down. And they were very – had not done anything for, what, four years now since the Switch came out 2017? Yeah. And there's not been any news at all about 64 games or Genesis games being on the store. Nope. And all of a sudden, they're like, hey, here's a little September – here's a little October Halloween treat. Bop. Here really is a treat, too. No tricks. As long as it's not super expensive. No tricks. That's that's the trick part. That's the trick part for Nintendo. The treat was the sixty-four games. The trick is when it's like, hey, now it's a sixty bucks a year plebs. Even that's not really that bad. Yeah, I don't know how they like. Even if they bumped it to sixty, which would be the same cost as most like the other game services, it's still not super expensive for the games you're getting. And then, I mean, I guess you would say the value, you're tripling your price, but you that option's not, you could still buy the $20 Switch if you don't care about 64 games online. This is just, there's the Switch plan, and then there's the expansion, the Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack plan. So if you don't care about 64 games, don't worry, you don't have to pay the extra money it's going to cost. You can keep your normal subscription and said you can change plans at any time. Mm-hmm. So even that I think is doing it smart, right? They're not just bumping the price up and being like, "Tough crap, deal with it." Which they could do yeah. that. They could do that. I don't think they will. Though. Not something they could have. They could have done that. They could have. They could have hoed us. <laughs> but uh, anything else with Nintendo, uh, Nintendo Direct? We got uh, Bayonetta three trailer and some gameplay, which I know both of us could. We're not really the biggest Bayonetta fans, but people care about that game. Now, a game that I don't feel like people would normally be excited for, Kirby. That actually looks pretty fun. And then that was a 2022 release date, right? Or release window, right? I think so, yes. No, that game looks fun. It's like a 3D open, almost like open world-ish Kirby game. It's basically Kirby... Super Mario Galaxy oh. or Odyssey. That's what it looks like to me. And it looks I I'm down for it completely. 
Kirby, one of the most underrated Nintendo characters, like as far as their solo games go. People don't talk about Kirby games enough. Yeah, sometimes they actually put out some good Kirby games. Then we got Splatoon 3. Ooh, we saw the single player on that. It's uh, still no update. It's still a 2022 release, so that's exciting. 2022 looking like a big year for Nintendo. Yeah, honestly. But I don't really think there was uh, very much more for Nintendo that I was super excited about. There was Monster Hunter Rise, an expansion for it. And then they announced that on November 11th this year, uh, they're bringing Kotar over, Knights of the Old Republic, to Switch. The original. Yeah, the original. Not the new. I don't know if it's probably going to be like the semi-upgrade that was like on mobile a few years ago, I assume. Or the one they re-released on like EA Play. The article I read said original. Ooh, that's going to be... Uh... You want to go back and play? You want to see why? Like we talked about remaking games and how we didn't like it. Go play that game now and tell me if how playable that game is in 2021. It's kind of clunky. Oh, it doesn't feel nearly as good as the newer games. Yeah, it didn't feel. I mean, that game it felt kind of clunky on a, a Xbox Duke controller back in the day. So, I always love that yeah. name, Duke controller. I think that's it for Nintendo, though. Yeah, I mean, there was some small uh, RPG news that I don't, I don't know the game, so I'm not gonna. Let's just go look it up. Then, oh, they also announced October fifth. There's gonna be. Yeah, that's when they're gonna announce. They announced in an announcement uh, the new, the final Smash Brothers character will be announced then, and then also in October they're gonna do a whole Animal Crossing uh, Nintendo Direct. So, if you care about those things. October's a big month. We get new Smash character, Animal Crossing Direct, and Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pass. I wonder what the Animal Crossing Direct is going to be a, like about. I want to say I saw something like they're adding like new shops that are going to be like added, like new new like new buildings. So basically, expansions for the game. Yeah, but it's all free. That's kind of cool. That that's really cool. Uh, next, I think. We're probably like a week late, but we got a little more time to marinate with the game. Uh, honestly, I'd say it's not out of school. The best game of the year so far. Highest reviewed game. 2021. Am I wrong? No. Nope. Uh, Deathloop. Uh, Arcane Bethesda game. Came out for PC and PlayStation. Uh, September 14th. So what? That's just a week ago, right? Yeah. Um. It got, what, basically 10 out of 10s everywhere? Yeah, 10 out of 10s at a lot of places, and I didn't see it get lower than a 9 out of 10. Yeah, IGN gave it a 10, PC Gamer, GameSpot, uh, Easy Allies. I don't know who that is, but they gave it an 8 out of 10, trying to be edgy. Uh, and VideoGamer.com gave it an 8 out of 10. But everywhere else, 5 stars, 9.5 out of 10, 4.5 out of 5. People love it. Um, what would you give it so far? So I've only put like, I think I've only put like four or five hours into it. I'd say definitely it's an, a nine out of 10 so far. I don't want to give it a 10 until I beat it, you know, cause I don't know that I might, I haven't played enough to give it a, ten, a perfect score. Definitely like it. I've, I've recommended it to everyone I know that plays video games. Um, even people I don't like, I just been like the way I've been going through, I'm like, you, 
Did you like Dishonored? You did? Okay, this is like a funnier, a more lighthearted Dishonored. Even though you're killing people all the time. I would give it... I've played a little more than that. I've probably played like 10 to 12 hours. And I would definitely give it like a 9.5. Probably a 10 out of 10 when I finish it. The the dialogue dialogue is great oh they really spent some time on the writing and the acting and it's funny it's well thought out all of it's just good and then the combat is just fluid oh yeah you never really like i don't know when you get those powers you just it's just so much fun none of the powers are like underwhelming they're all perfect honestly and you can upgrade them and stuff like that no i definitely it's the best characters and like writing in a video game since in a while i'm not not the best but it's like top tier it's like you know it's a different vein it's not drama really it's more comedy yeah but it's like it's on that Last of Us, like, Sony level you expect, like, your characters to act. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My favorite uh, my favorite interactions between two characters is definitely Colt and Juliana. <laughs> the very beginning of the game, I forget what exactly she says, but he's like, we dated, didn't we? I don't know, and then she says something to him, like, she says something mean to him. He's like, yep, we definitely dated. Yep. <laughs> Definitely dated. Oh man, it's and it's hilarious. And she's she's the one trying to mainly kill you. Everyone's trying to kill you, but she is really coming after you. But the whole time she's talking to you like a close friend. Right. Now playing this game, it really made me want to go back and play Prey. Uh, I skipped Prey when it came out in 2017. Did you play Prey at all? Yeah, I beat Prey. I want to play because I'm reading stuff on it, and they're like, it, it's a perfect, Deathloop combines elements of Dishonored and Prey perfectly into one game. I was like, man, I, I didn't play Prey. I could see a little bit of Prey in it. Maybe, like, the gadgets and stuff like that. And some of the powers. But it definitely mostly reminds me of Dishonored. No, the game's amazing. Uh, I've not yet played the multiplayer part. Have you done that? No, honestly, I'm not too interested in it. Now, if I read it right, the multiplayer is you play as Juliana, right? Trying to screw Colts over? Yeah. So you go in other people's games? Yes, you go in other people's games, play as Juliana, and you try to kill the player, a.k.a. Colt. And they're just playing a normal single-player game, right? Yeah. You can disable it, or you can turn it on. See, it just... I think, like, I'm like... That's interesting to me. Uh, I'm like I said, I don't know if I'm too interested in doing it right now. But I like that something new for multiplayer instead of just, like, your standard, like, oh, we're just going to have generic six-on-six random characters, and we're just going to do a shooter. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a cool idea. But I like that it doesn't detract from the game, right? Like, even if it didn't have that, it wouldn't matter, you know what I mean? If they didn't have the multiplayer at all, I think it's still a 9 out of 10 out of 10. Yeah.
I just, the way I think about it, like, I just wouldn't really want it in my game because you die, you lose all the stuff you have. Right, you don't want to get screwed over by some guy just being a douche coming in. Yeah, like, someone invades your invades your game and they're just hiding and they see you and there's some weapons that can kill you within seconds. I wonder if, because um, I'm not right into it at all besides that, I wonder if... If, uh, what's where I'm looking for? If, like, it limits them, right? So, like, if their Juliana comes in, they're, like, scaled to, like, how powerful you are, and they don't have, like, and they let you know, like, where she is kind of deal. You know what I mean? Make it a little bit easier for a player. I I haven't played it. I hope so, though. Because that way it's, like, if someone, like, I know it's only been out a week, but, like, that way, like, say you pick up the game, like, a year from now, right? Yeah. You have someone that who's put like 300 hours in and knows like everywhere on the map and they just join your game and you were like, it's your first time playing and you didn't turn it off yet. And they're just making your life hell. Yeah. I, I think once they kill you, they're kicked out of your game, but see, that'd be fine. That's not too bad, but still you lose all your shit you had. Yeah. And if you have good stuff, you, I mean, so this is, Go ahead. So this is the first of two Bethesda timed exclusives for Sony. And uh might be the first of two the last two Bethesda games on a Sony platform for a while. For forever, probably. Yeah, for that's it's a crazy thing. We'll see we still have no release date on Ghostwire Tokyo, but I mean this is a lot of way to go out, right? So, this loop's amazing. It's good. Yeah. I mean it's definitely, definitely worth having as an exclusive for Sony. And I th- it's funny, like, this for me also, like, uh, it builds to the Microsoft deal. No, you know what I mean? It builds more. Like For me, I'm like, this is great for Sony to have this, right, right now? At a time where, like, a holiday yeah. where they're not going to have a, they're not having a game. But at the same time, like, man, if, like, I think people forgot how good Arcane was, right? People, it's been a while since Dishonored came out. After playing this, it's like, man, that Xbox deal looked better and better now that they have Arcane is going to be an exclusive studio for Xbox as well. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That Xbox deal, That's like, it really, you, honestly, it saved them. Like, you think, you think, oh, it's Skyrim, right? And Skyrim alone or Starfield, right? Or Fallout. And then you're like, man, Deathloop 2, if that ever comes out? Or whatever Arcane's game is next, like, that's going to be an Xbox exclusive. And it's probably going to be just as good as Deathloop and Dishonored and Prey. Yeah. So. I, Xbox did a good job by acquiring Bethesda. I I think it's really going to serve them well. And good on them for not, like, uh, trying to get these games, like, taken off PlayStation. You know what I mean? Because they bought the studio. I mean, they could have killed the game. You know what I mean? Uh, I think they would have like had to refund the money or something. But I mean, they could have done. They could have figured out a way to. I'm sure, but it probably wasn't worth it for them. Right, build that good. Maybe Sony. This is, hey Sony, if we give this, we open your games cross. Not, open some more of your games to crossplay. A lot more games be crossplay. Sony, quit being a, a hoe about put it. Them, put them on PC. Put them on PC. Just put your games on PC, Sony. We'll still buy. 
Like, that's where they make their money anyways. The games. They don't make it off their hardware. Right. Just put your games on PlayStation now, Sony, so we can all pay for it. I would honestly pay 15, 20 bucks. And Sony has done the same thing that Xbox has, and they've been buying more and more studios. Yeah. Sony just last month had bought, or this month, I think, bought two more studios. So I think that's a total of 18 studios. It's like, I know Xbox had their big run like two years ago, 2019, 2020, buying like 25 studios or some crap like that. Yeah, and they they capped it off with the seven point five million uh, billion dollar Zenimax acquisition. Yeah, and I think I think it's it's gonna do them really good because Microsoft needed something. If we're being honest, oh, they yeah. needed Excellent. they needed this. I know this is like we can go. We'll take. We're not going off topic because we're getting ready to talk about Vanguard, but we we're getting ready to talk about game, what games we've been playing this week. I like doing that. We've been playing a lot of Halo. On top of Deathloop, put a lot of Master Chief Collection, and it's crazy to think about like that was Xbox flagship thing for a while, that series. If hopefully Infinite lives up to the hype, and it's fun. Like I'm not a, like I, I've had a lot of fun playing Halo. Right, like we we're playing custom games last night, and it's like fun just to play a parkour map <laughs> for like two hours. Ah. <laughs> uh. I don't know. As it ended, and it wasn't much fun anymore. It was more, it was more annoying that we couldn't get past it. Yeah, but it's like I, I never. It's weird to think Halo now was a con. Like I guess I didn't really look at Halo as a console seller for me. Like when I when I bought a 360, it was more like my that's what my friends played on, and that's why I bought that. And the online was better with the party chats and stuff. Yep, that was the whole reason everybody bought a 360. But now I think it's it's more with the whole like almost every game being crossplay now, or every major game, right? Like Call of Duties and stuff like that. It really comes yeah. down to your exclusives, right? Like, oh yeah. And you know, like you're now you're like, well, all my friends play on Xbox, but I want to play God of War, but I can still play Call of Duty with them and Fortnite with them, and insert whatever game I can play with them still on my PlayStation. So I don't really have to buy what my friends buy anymore. Yep. And back in the day, it was really like, you went to middle school and like everyone at your table had PS3s. You're not buying a 360. You're buying a PS3. Same, same thing if like everyone at your table had 360s, even though like, well, I mean, you got a PS3, but it's like, Uncharted looks cool, but I'd rather play with my friends every day. I'm not going to play with nobody, so I'm getting a 360, and I guess I'll get that later. Mm. And you just missed out on stuff. But I'm excited for some exclusives. But now, speaking of Call of Duty, the Vanguard beta came out over the weekend. Uh, Brennan, you said you played a whopping how many hours? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I played, I downloaded it on Monday, the last day of it. And I played, I don't know, four or five matches with my brother because he was like, "Get on, is like, get on Vanguard." The beta's out. I was like, oh, forgot. It's okay. Um, it's a little slow paced. It feels a lot like War Two, which makes sense because it's Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer, and it is a War a World War Two game. But I don't know. It's not. It's a beta, so it's still not like fully crisp. I didn't have any problems with it. 
My brother and his friends are playing on console, and they're complaining about having bad connection. Like, all of them? See, I... What I'm excited for is the zombies on there. Yes. Because it's still made by Treyarch. I hope... I hope they fix some things. I'm not the biggest fan of the Black Ops Cold War zombies. Really? Yes. I much rather prefer prefer three like three and before zombies which i know oh. they're in i know they're innovating but just release the same perks just keep it don't i don't want to upgrade perks just when i buy juggernaut i want juggernaut okay i get what you're saying well what i'm most excited about vanguard is not even really the game itself is it's the addition to uh warzone that it's going to create it's going to be a new map. All those guns are going to be on Warzone, which whenever Black Ops came out, it kind of kind of made all the uh, Modern Warfare guns like take a back seat. Yeah. And it's just like now, like a month ago, just then getting to where all the guns are pretty balanced and they're all viable. Like they all can be used and work well so are the modern warfare and black cold war guns gonna stay when vanguard guns come out pretty sure it's gonna stay i i don't completely know since they're coming out with a whole different map for it maybe that map will have all the world war ii guns can you still go back and play the other maps or no i think verdansk and rebirth are staying they're staying as long as rebirth staying i'm happy i'm i'm just I'll be happy if they keep everything and add the new map. I'm surprised, Brent, you didn't say you're not you're excited for the 2022 Call of Duty, the sequel to Modern Warfare by Infinity Ward. Oh, I am. <laughs> Can we just skip Vanguard? Can we take a year off? We don't need it. Just take us. Take Infinity us. Ward does the best with the multiplayer, hands down. Yeah, I playing Modern Warfare multiplayer a lot this year. I was like, man, this game is so much better than Cold War. The mechanics are better. It looks better. It's just a better game all around, honestly. I'm glad that Warzone's based off Modern Warfare and not uh, Black Ops. Right. No, the only thing that bothers me with Call of Duty is these... I really wish they'd get away from these yearly $60 releases. Um, Like, I don't... Like, I don't know. I don't... I'm not excited to play Vanguard. I'm not a... Like, I'm zombie mode exciting. Warzone's excited. But I don't care about the multiplayer. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, I'm not too... And I just wish they'd be like, okay, Infinity Ward, you're making the multiplayer. Treyarch, you're doing zombies. Sledgehammer, we'll find something for you to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you don't have I to. I think Sledgehammer is a good support studio. And but... then we don't have to make a new game every year. Yeah. Like, we could just skip 2021. I think people would have been fine playing Warzone for another year. It's not lost any steam. No, as long as they got a new map. You just had you could add sledgehammer really you could add sledgehammer make the anti cheat and the new map and that's it. Honestly, that's kind of what they need to do. They need to just focus on Warzone, have, which have, I think they're doing somewhat. Have sledgehammer just do Warzone. Have Infinity War just do multiplayer, and then you could rotate them. Like, oh, it's twenty twenty one. This year we get a bunch of zombies content. You know what I mean? And the next yeah. year it's like, oh, this is where we get the whole up, uh, upgraded multiplayer mode, and then. 
you know they're making money off those battle passes. Like they don't need to really charge sixty bucks anymore. No. Especially how much money they're making from just Warzone players. Because I, mean, I I know I spent a good sixty eighty bucks on Warzone skins. So I bought every almost bought I think I bought every battle pass, and then I bought skins that I've not. I don't think I bought the battle pass using my COD points. I've spent money on buying the battle passes. I use my COD points to buy it. Buy more COD points. Do you? It's like, oh, you, oh, I got 800 COD points. Let me go spend 10 bucks to get 1800, so I can buy this pack from the, the store I want. Oh, yeah. Same way with me. But no, I mean, Call of Duty's doing Call of Duty things. They're always going to release yearly because they print money, and we're going to keep buying them. But we'll see. I wonder. Let's see how Battlefield 2042 does. Let's see if they just add a party system. It's like I do Battlefield. They they will. I don't think that's going to be a worry. Hey, Brendan, you never know. You'd be surprised at Battlefield. Battlefield 1 was still iffy somewhat. But no, I'm excited for Battlefield. It looks fun. We'll see. I think the biggest hang-up with Vanguard is I just don't care about... Uh, World War II anymore? Yeah, I just, I'm done with it. We were there for so long. And then we went back, and I didn't care when we went back. Yeah. Maybe they did some crazy twist on World War II, but no. Almost rather you go futuristic than go back to uh, World War II. No jumping, though. No jetpacks. Leave it alone. Just don't touch it. It was space Call of Duty. All in spaceships. Very did. That was infinite. All in spaceships. Infinite was... It was not really a campaign. Was in, it was a campaign mission in space. It played like Black Ops Three. Yeah. Hey, Black Ops Three is good. I we played a lot of Black Ops Three. Don't don't disrespect the three like that. Yes, but I don't like the boost mechanics. Wall running. It was easy boost. It wasn't advanced warfare boosting when you <laughs> do do do. <laughs> You're on the top of the map. Yeah. I respect people that were good at Advanced Warfare. I will never talk trash on those people. People that can snipe on Advanced Warfare with the jumping around, more power to you. But no, they've reined in a lot of stuff. Like, Call of Duty has listed in the past. Like, we were... There was like three straight Call of Duty games with loot boxes, and everyone hated it, and they got away from it. Especially Advanced Warfare loot boxes where the guns would actually change power. Yeah. We'll see. They're, they're moving in the right directions. Vanguard comes out November. I'm sure we'll have another beta here soon. I think there's one again in a couple weeks, right? No idea. I think I think so though. So I know they like to push their betas for a while. Now we won't ever see they won't do a zombies beta, obviously, but we'll see how the multiplayer continues. Um speaking of futuristic stuff i guess it's in the past world war ii we went backwards if we go even further backwards brennan we get to the star wars time because somehow that's in the past and do you want to talk about the studio that's rumored to be making a star wars game oh yep quantic dream the developers of heavy rain detroit become human so the mostly the story games They, uh, 
they do a lot of quick time events, stuff like that, but in these games, the quick time events really aren't that bad. I don't know, uh, Cheyenne, if you've played... Oh yeah, Beyond Two Souls also, they made that one. I said don't forget the other one. No, Quantic Dream, yeah, they make these decision-based games, right, where... Yeah. It's all linear, like, it's not linear, so like... You can go good or evil or somewhere in the middle, and it's all like you make a decision. The first part of the game will affect how the game goes along, which I think is very interesting for a Star Wars game to do. I, yeah, I think it'll be. I wonder. I, I, I wonder if you're going to be like character we're playing. I wonder if you're going to be like a young like Padawan type, you know, and then based on the decisions you make, you go Sith or Jedi. Oh my God. That would be so awesome. And if they did a new IP like that, or you could just put us in an existing world, right? You could put us as like Anakin. And like maybe we make Anakin good, or we do the right we do the decisions he makes in the in canon and we end up still as Darth Vader. But we could make Anna we could do a thing where Anakin's good at, you know what I mean? Yeah. That that all would be awesome. So that's or what a bounty hunter maybe. See, the I thought about the bounty hunter, but with the whole like decisions based of like good and bad, the whole like probably shouldn't be a bounty hunter. Well, I mean, you could do a bounty hunter story, right? And it's like not good or bad, but you could choose to like help out either one, right? And it's not all clean cut, good and bad for most of the games. So a bounty hunter would work. I just think the most, yeah, that'd be cool. The most to get the most out of it would be a Jedi. Like, cool, cool that be if it was like a whole new story, all new characters. And you're like just some young Padawan, and you decide like, you do this, you're Jedi. You do this, you're uh, Sith. Like that'd be so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like you said, don't oh, expect yeah. a lot of combat. It's they're all story. Like there's quick time events. It's not. It's more very story driven. But I'm fine with that. Those games usually look really good. And they're some of the greatest games of all time. Like, uh, like Heavy Rain kind of slept on, but like, Heavy Rain. I mean, yeah, I said super slept on. I mean, like, Detroit Become Human didn't really get the publicity, at, like, but Heavy Rain, like, it's a slept on game, but like, go look that game up, like, critic reviews. Like, people consider that one of the best games of all time. Beyond Two this... Souls was really good as well. Yeah, they just have great voice acting, like movie stars, like Ellen, uh, Elliot Page. Ooh, be, be careful there. And uh, Willem Dafoe were in Beyond Two Souls. I don't think. Uh, Heavy Rain had any, like, celebrities in it. Or not that I know of. But, like, Detroit Become Human had a... I see his face, the guy on the cover. It's like Jesse something. He's from Grey's Anatomy. He's been a lot of stuff. Oh, I wouldn't know. But, uh, they do, like, especially the last two ones, it's, like, all mo-capped of, like, actual people. So it looks, like, super good. Like, go look up Detroit Become Human gameplay. It's like watching, like, a mo- like an animated movie almost. So I mean yeah, I'm, ex- that's I'm, ex- awesome. I'm excited. Hope it's real. Um, we, this I mean this goes back to a podcast we did. What two years ago now? Three years ago, we did our we did our Star Wars podcast, but all the games we like to see after the EA deal broke. Yeah, I think that was about two years ago. I remember we did it in my old house. I just remember we were sitting in the front room, and I think I don't think we came up with a quantum dream game, but no, we definitely talked about like a Mass Effect, basically I mean, Mass Effect is Star Wars, right? 
like a Mass Effect Star Wars video game. I want to say, was this before uh, Jedi Fallen Order came out? Or was it because of Jedi Fallen Order we did it? I think it was because of Jedi Fallen Order. I mean, the Respawn game's still in development, right? And that's a game we talked about we were really excited for. Yeah. We're just big Star Wars fans. And not just the movies. Like, honestly, the movies have been... <laughs> I love Star Wars, the lore and the world. But the movies have been overall not the best. They, Lately, more, yeah. they have more dub. You nine movies, probably over half of them are bad. I wouldn't go. Well, yeah, close. <laughs> I saw the whole your whole brain work there, but you said I would. Anyway, think about it. One, two, kind of bad. Eight. I wouldn't say two is bad. Nine's bad. Eight people don't like eight. Nine is bad. Eight is bad. You're looking like. Four, five, six, seven, three are good. Yeah, it's really hit and miss. Han Solo <laughs> sucks. Rogue One was good though. Hey, Rogue One's amazing. I love Rogue One, but no, I'm just saying because we like Star Wars a lot. The shows are great. Like the anime, all the animated stuff, Mandalorian, amazing, and games used to be amazing, and then we had a, I mean, the 2010s we had no good Star Wars games. Like that's it. That's not even a. When did Fallen Order come out? Twenty nineteen. So we had yeah. one good Star Wars game in, in like ten years. When did Force Unleashed between Force Unleashed one, and Fallen Order there was no good Star Wars game? I don't think that's crazy to say. Do you? No, that's not crazy. I don't at like all. Force Unleashed two. Both Battlefronts sucked. Squad, uh, I mean, Squadrons is twenty twenty, but even that was kind of lame. Squadrons, yeah, really wasn't that great. I'm just glad to see that the IP is open now, or Star Wars is open now, and these companies that would love to give it a try actually get to give it a try. Just let Bioware do another Star Wars game. They made arguably the best one ever. And then it got taken away from them. And then they made a whole franchise that's considered one of the best franchises ever that's essentially Star Wars. Let Bioware go back to Star Wars, please. Please and thank you. Quarto 1's amazing. I mean, even Obsidian, I think, made Kotar 2, right? And it got taken away. I want his. Was that Obsidian? Hold on. It was. Look at that. That's crazy. Obsidian gets everything taken away from them. They make Fallout, they make Fallout New Vegas get taken away. <laughs> oh, poor Obsidian. Can't wait till they take uh, Outer Worlds away from them and Avowed away from them. <laughs> they make a really good game and they, it's their own IP and they get it taken away. You know they were supposed to make a Aliens game? No, I did not know that. We'll end the podcast around this. I'm looking at it right now. Aliens Crucible was supposed to come out. It was a debuted in 2006. It was supposed to be a third-person survival role-playing game based on Alien. And it got canceled in 2009. But, I mean, I don't think we have anything else to talk about. Do you? Uh, Kenna Bridge of Spirits would be another uh, game that just came out. But that would be... Last thing for me to talk about, 
And it got a 9 out of 10, right, from IGN? Yep. Have you played it yet? It's basically, yeah, I've played it. Played about two hours of it. Graphics are really good. It basically looks like a Pixar game. That's amazing. Yeah, it has really interesting characters so far. The girl that you play as, Kenna, has really interesting powers. But I haven't played enough of it to really... Give it a score? Yeah. Well... Or even talk about it too much. Next week, then, we'll talk about it. And then, also, you said Disney... Uh, part, another thing that got announced in the Switch is Disney uh, Afternoon Collection 2 is coming out on the Switch Online. So I think they announced Jungle Book and another move, a Disney movie game. Of course, they had a, Aladdin and a Lion King that came out. So basically all those Disney games that came out in the early 90s, they're, bringing, they're re-releasing on the Switch. That's wild. But, so that's it for me. Uh, I got nothing else to talk about. It was a fun show. We'll see, see you next week. We'll see you next week. And we might have a surprise like movie or TV show in there somewhere. But don't don't hold your breath. Yeah, we're thinking about starting a TV podcast. If you have an interest in that, let us know yeah. on the Nerds of Night page. Okay. See you, boys.